did you miss me? Because I missed you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Mood AF. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your girl Nikita. As you know here, we are all tea, all shade, and all offense as I keep it all the way real with you or as close to real as I possibly can. Now I know it's been a while. Um, It's been a really long time. I honestly can't even remember the last time we all sat down for a nice cute little conversation. Um, So before we get into all tea, all shade, and all offense about today's episode, uh, I kind of just want to like, you know, have a cute little catch up, let y'all know where I've been at and like what's been going on. Um, and of course, I want to check in with you guys. Like I know 2020 has been a, a year and uh, I honestly wish I could give everybody a hug right now, like a big in-depth, like deep down in my spirit. Like I love y'all so much. And I know everybody's 2020 has been different for some of you. This year has probably been one of the best years of your life because there are so many beautiful things happening to you and you know I hope that you would take time to realize that um for some of us the year has been complete shit um and I'm sorry and I'm still sending you love and positivity and good vibes and stuff um I know for some people like the year has been good to them so like they're kind of reluctant on like sharing the good things that happen because the world is such in a shamble right now and you know I kind of feel bad um but I do think it's important that if this year has been good to you, you that you celebrate that like please don't let the rest of us try to come and dampen your parade like you deserve those wins I'm not gonna lie to you um as bad as I really want to make this year look like it hasn't at least for me like it's given me its fair share of blows, but um, I think the biggest win and the biggest blessing overall was me getting my crib. So because I got my crib, like I try to always remember every morning, like, yo, could you really be um, like in quarantine with your moms right now, bro? No, you couldn't. So like everything else is kind of minuscule. <laughs> like just be thankful for that. Um, so where have I been? It's been, it's been a minute. So I remember the last time we were here, sipping tea and throwing shade um I don't really think we were throwing shade to be honest I think we were really touching base on like how fucked up it is to be a black person in America right now with everything going on because systemic racism racism excuse me is very much alive and well and it's prevalent and you know we had mourned the loss of George Floyd but um today I really want to make this an open love letter to all of my black women I'm here to uplift the black woman i'm here to love on the black woman i'm here to protect the black woman because if you have not noticed i am a black woman so period there's full stop there's nothing else that needs to be said thereafter um so before we get into all to y'all shade all offense um i just kind of want to like touch on a few things uh the format of the show is going to be really different from here on out now this is called live from the crib i know i posted a couple pictures and i know like you guys like see my couch and you see the cute little setup and i know you're probably thinking oh my god nikita like where's the visual so i'm gonna keep it real because it's what i know so first things first i am the type of female that like i don't go to sleep at regular times like my sleep cycle has been fucked since april um like many of you i've been furloughed (laughs) um i've been furloughed since april so my whole sleep cycle is screwed like i don't go to sleep until maybe like 2 30 3 o'clock so in one of those pictures 
I was actually filming. I think actually in both of those pictures, I was like filming up until like maybe like four or five in the morning. Um, and I've been super exhausted. So for reasons of I just am a perfectionist and I like what I like when I like it, I don't like the way how it came out. Like I don't like the way how I personally looked in those pictures. Like I really wish I would have had the opportunity to like, you know, do it up a little bit more like I kind of look tired and I look run down and I'm sorry but like this is live from the crib like I'm giving you mood after the way how I've always envisioned it me being in my apartment like recording in my crib being comfortable in pajamas and I feel like it's kind of like low-key like shade to myself if I go and I like put on a face of makeup or at least like throw concealer on under my bags if I you know feel me like if I give you guys like this this spiel of I wanted to be me and the most raw and the most comfortable of my elements like it would be such a contradiction if I got up before I filmed and like put makeup on or like do some concealer on under my bags like I'd feel like real shady about that like I think I would even just look at myself kind of nuts so there's that um but I did film kind of late and I caught myself like stuttering over my words and you know it wasn't as perfect as I wanted to be. I know for some of you, you're going to hit me up and be like, Nikita, we don't care. Yeah, you don't. I do. Um, aesthetics is really big with me. That shit will never die. Like, I am all about the aesthetic. I'm going to be honest with you. I have multiple candles in my house and they're all burning at the same time. <laughs> um, I really just care about the little things. So to me, if you don't see it, but I did, it it's a big deal. Anyways, moving on. So I really want to get into um, Breonna Taylor and the verdict of we obviously know there was no justice served to her after you guys made her a fucking meme. You put her on a shirt. You put her in songs. You were screaming justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, You know, we're not going to let you go out like that. And then what happened? The verdict came out and everybody was so crickets on social media. I swear, I've never seen a group of people be so performative in my fucking life. And that shit is disgusting because I understand while back in May, the whole world was kind of like, you know, semi opening up and like we were kind of on pause though. So George Floyd dying was just kind of like the icing of like a real like fucked up 2020, which I'm let's never negate that death like we shouldn't even (laughs) be accustomed to seeing black people die on tv the way how we do and social media like nacho um i say all this to say like i'm really gonna get into all tea all shade all offense about that in a second however before i get there i want to thank everybody that shows me so much love so much support sends me prayers thinks you know positive thoughts manifest positive thoughts for me when i'm out protesting i understand not all of you are able to go out and do it i understand for some of you you have autoimmune diseases and catching covid would kill you literally i understand for some of you you have the toxic hispanic west indian parent that will not let you go outside and protest because they just don't understand and they don't support it i also understand for those of you who work or you know you physically cannot be out there because you don't want to risk catching covid for the sake of you bringing it home and giving it to somebody that you love i get it um i say all that to say thank you so much uh 
I protest for everyone. I protest for those of us who can't be outside. I do it for those who want to and and literally can't for whatever reason. But um, most importantly, I do it for that little boy that I am so madly in love with, as we know, have the most beautiful nephew. I'm Yes, I am biased. No, I don't care. Um, and unfortunately, he lost his dad back in April to COVID. So I, I already know I'm risking my life twice every time I go outside. One, to catch the coronavirus and B, um, two, I should say, sorry. And two, because y'all don't understand when the cops are out there, the cops are looking for a fight. <laughs> they are always agitated. And then what makes it worse is that there are protesters out there who agitate them on purpose for the sake of fucking up everything for everybody. And that shit is like, if you're going to go out there and you're going to agitate the cops, then understand that when shit hits the fan you can't blame anybody like don't enrage the nypd any more than what they already are we already know we already know how to get down we already know how to give it up i'm begging y'all please for the love of god do not come out there to protest and enrage these people that shit does nothing for nobody um i went to a protest the day that Breonna Taylor's verdict was handed out. And at that protest, I actually met one of my neighbors. She's so cool. Shout outs to you, Grace. Um, I met a neighbor of mine and literally she's a white girl and she made herself the human shield, made herself the human shield. Okay. So whenever the cops were anywhere near, she like moved me and put herself in front of me or to my side to where she would protect me. Okay. So attention all of the rest of my white friends that have not gone to great lengths like leading your own protest in march if you protest please understand you you probably need to make yourself a human shield like point blank period protect the people of color that are there because people of color are going to be the first to get arrested um And at every protest, you have to honestly be prepared to understand that at some point of time, you might have to run. Now, for some people, they get panicked really easy and then they start running and it causes a chain reaction. And, you know, we're all kind of like, damn, are we running because the cops are going to kettle us? And then uh, it's kind of like, yo, it's curtains for us. We have no choice but to start running because they're going to try to snatch all of us up and arrest us and take into take us to bookings for exercising our first amendment right for i'm literally asking you like if you start seeing a bunch of people run at a protest before you start running i know this sounds crazy but before you start running figure out what's going on if you could like come on especially if you're a native new yorker you already know we got to keep our head on a swivel on a regular day so when you're at a protest you really need to honestly keep your head on a swivel 24 7 365 for the duration that you're out there especially because these cops don't care okay they already know why we out here Think about how New York is being perceived in the press. New York's dead. Oh, we're an anarchist state. Like, to be honest, every protest I go to is peaceful. There's no shit popping off unless if it's the cops popping it off. Everybody's marching. Everybody's asking if anybody needs water, hand sanitizer. People are handing out masks. People are handing out signs. I literally did not have a sign. And a young man saw that I didn't have a sign, but he had two and he gave me one, which was so nice. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um... And most importantly, like we are wearing masks at these protests. So again, for those with the lack of intellect, 
um, and you want to say, well, BLM, Beyonce, protesting. Yeah, everybody at these protests are wearing masks. And if you're not wearing a mask, you will be handed one. That's not how we giving it up out here. Like, yeah, we want to exercise that right and we want to stand up for justice, but we want to do it safely and as smart as possible. Um, wow, just went off on a tangent. Thank you, ADHD. <laughs> um, anyways, so I say all this to say, Thank you to everybody that, you know, sends me good vibes and thanks me for coming out there. Like, please don't thank me for going to protest. Like, that shit, it, it means a lot, but at the same time, it's kind of like, don't thank me for that because I'm always going to do it. Like, point blank, period. I am a black woman. I love being a black woman. I will be a black woman to the day I die. Um, I already know my fight is exponentially harder than most. So I already know I have to live up to all the expectations. I have to work twice as hard to prove the same point. And I've been doing that all of my life and I don't plan on stopping. However, I just want to do a quick check-in with all of my black people. And I just really want to ask y'all how y'all doing, how y'all feeling. Um, if at any point you guys need to talk, please feel free to hit me up. If you have my number, hit me up. Um, you follow me on a gram, you know, you follow me on Twitter, my Facebook, whatever, like, yo, just hit me up and feel free to chat. Like, I get it. It's a tough time for all of us out there because we're so, now we're so used to seeing black people being killed on social media and in TV, on, on TV that it's just kind of like, damn son, how the fuck are we expected to just get up and keep moving forward and keep pressing on? And I understand, you know, tensions are high. A lot of people are really iffy about this voting shit. And to be quite honest with you, I'm going to do a show about voting. So if you don't support the vote, I listen not my problem please unsubscribe I'm not gonna feel no type of way about it but I know as small as I am I'm mighty and I do know that people hang on my words and I take that shit very seriously so I'm going to make sure that I tell people to vote I get it we don't have two best candidates for the love of of everything I know please stop shoving the fact that I said Damn, Kamala being VP is a win for black women. Y'all took that shit out of context and ran with it. What I meant by that is that a black woman having a, that much of a position is a win for black girls everywhere. Meaning we have something to aspire to. The glass ceiling shattered for us. That shit was a win for us. Because if you don't know what it's like to be a black woman in America, I suggest you strongly shut the fuck up, please. Y'all don't know what it's like to be a black woman working in a corporate office. You don't know what it's like to be a black woman just working like a regular job or doing anything. Like, then shut up, please. Please. We get discriminated against for our fucking hair, our nails, um, we our body type, the way how we look. Like, if we look too curvy in our uniform, it's a problem. If our hair isn't kinked and coiled right, it's a problem. Our braid color. Like, no, I'm really not here for it anymore. Please. Keep your unsolicited opinions to yourself. Now, I understand you're going to be like, yeah, but Nikita Biden signed a 94, 94 crime bill into law. I get that. I understand that. But do I want to sit with another four years of a fucking racist? No, I quite frankly, I don't. Um, do I want to hear people explain to me why abortion is wrong? 
Um, no, because abortion isn't wrong. If you don't have a cervix, you don't have fallopian tubes, you don't have a vagina and you don't bleed and you don't need to take birth control, please shut the fuck up, mind your business. I don't have time to explain that. Or better yet, if you're a man and you have a woman in your life that you care about, you should be supporting women's rights and women's reproductive rights, especially. I'm not even going to give y'all the tea on some of the shit that I've literally had to argue in the last six months. Like, uh, no. No, because then I will end up exposing people. And quite frankly, I'm not even trying to do that. I'm not. Hashtag thank you therapy. Um, Meanwhile, before I went off like into my own little land, I was doing this as an open love letter to my black woman, which here we are. Um, Black woman, I want to start this by saying I fucking love you. I love your skin. I love the tone. I love the shade from the lightest of the light to the darkest of the dark. I think we are all beautiful. I love you and your kinks and your coils. I think 4C hair should be celebrated and discussed more often. I think when we are teaching our next cosmetologist, It shouldn't be you pursuing further education to learn how to do textured hair and black hair. You should be teaching that shit in schools regardless. Um, I, black woman, I love you. Unconditional, without a doubt, attitude and all, because I'm so sick of it being that Becky can have a fucking bad day at work, but if you have a bad day, you're gonna get labeled the angry black woman. You're gonna get called out of your name. You're gonna get sent to HR. It's always something. So for the next couple minutes, I need black women to understand that I love you. I appreciate you. I love how brilliant we are, how resilient we are. I think it's important for us as black women to take a second and have a bad day. We need to stop carrying the world on our fucking shoulders all the damn time. Who the fuck said we needed to do that? Where in the clause did it say that black women needed to carry their, the whole world on their goddamn shoulders every day? Where? Because I didn't sign up for that shit. I didn't sign up to have Kimberly Kardashian West bite off my culture every five minutes that she gets. I didn't sign up for Khloe Kardashian to switch her face and then publicly shame a beautiful black woman for what the fuck Larsa Pippen did. Larsa Pippen slept with your men, but you not going to expose Larsa, but y'all was ready to tear down Jordan in a second. Please understand. Please understand. That shit is nuts to me. I'm not understanding why we're still having these topics of discussion. Why is it that we still need to tell white women, hello, you cannot wear box braids? No, that is for us and us only. Y'all don't understand the history behind that. Y'all don't understand how women were getting discriminated against for wearing box braids. Can I tell you, once upon a time in my life, I had a fade. And then I got box braids on top of that. While yes, 90% of the people that I worked with thought my hair looked fly, I'm still getting that 10% like, oh, she must be ratchet. No, but when you hear me speak and you hear me articulate and you hear that my vernacular is as, ama- is as amazing as it is, then you're, you're literally sitting there stuck. Yeah, because as important as it is to me to always, you know, stick to my native New Yorker, my roots, I'm still an educated black woman at the end of the day. I can code switch. We've we've done it all of our lives. Now, I'm going to take you down a little memory lane, right? So for some of you, um, (laughs) for some of you, you are automatically going to know who I'm speaking about. For some of you that I went to high school with, y'all are going to be like, huh? 
um, and this is for like, not my, not my New York high school friends, my Texas high school friends. So when I first moved to Dallas back in 2006, um, I moved in like the middle of the school year, right? Cause hashtag my parents were so goddamn smart back then. Um, and yes, that was shade at my parents. Uh, so we moved in the middle of the school year, put it that way. And I remember my mom looked at me and she was like, do not give them a reason to say anything about you being from New York. Do not give them a reason to say anything about you in any way, shape or form. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I heard it. So I was sitting at the lunch table one day. This is sixth grade for context. So context really, let me set the scene for you. The way how schools in the school district that I attended, because I figured I actually heard not all Texas schools are like this. And I was always kind of wondering then why the hell was our school district like this? Because this is weird. So kindergarten through sixth grade is on the elementary school campus. So yes, you will be in sixth grade, a whole middle schooler, but you will still be on the campus with the babies, right? Seventh, eighth, and ninth grade is in the junior high school. So yes, you are a high school freshman counting high school credits, but you are in the middle school. And then high school is 10, 11, 12. Cool. So this was sixth grade. And it's so funny now how this girl is now like a whole porn star. Like I'm not knocking sex work. Yo, get it how you live. Cause I see how much money y'all be making on OnlyFans. And I'm like, damn son. Wow. Hats off to you, honey. (laughs) Shit. Cam girls make bread. Like, wow. Hats off to you, honey. But I think it's just funny the way how she portrays herself to be so immersed in black culture. Well, this specific girl I'm speaking about, she pretends to immerse herself in black culture so fucking much, but then ended up telling me, a black girl that I sounded too white to be a black girl. And then everybody around her looked at her and like looked at me and laughed. And I remember going home and feeling so depressed about that because I couldn't understand what the fuck she meant. And then it dawned on me later on, bro, (laughs) she called you educated. So like if she would have hit me up now, I would bring that shit back up and I would be like, thank you for calling me educated. Because clearly I am something that you are not. And I only say that because I actually know her, know her personally. And she's really not bright. So I'm really not tripping. Now, another fun story. Um, Some of my black women, I know some, if not most, if not all, you can definitely relate to this. Being the only black person in a space. Been there several times. And I actually have two stories to tell y'all about that. So back when I lived in Texas, again, I think this was, this had to be either sixth grade or seventh grade. I think this, this shit might've happened within like the same fucking six months, to be honest. Um, I was invited to a slumber party and at the slumber party, the person who was hosting it, she hosted it at a hotel. And I thought that was cool. Cause you know, like I didn't really know people in New York that was hosting sleepovers for their birthdays at hotels like I I was like oh shit this is cute so when I walked in there I saw all these white people and while yes they were nice and they were friendly to my what I remember it still kind of just like fucked me up a little bit because I couldn't believe like this was the type shit that was going on 
So the dad and the uncle and somebody else got there. And I remember the pops had on a Confederate flag shirt and I could not figure out what that meant. I didn't know what the Confederate flag was. I didn't know how important it was to Southern history. I didn't know none of that shit. Okay. I'm telling you. So the girl whose birthday it was, she had an older sister. I think her older sister had to be like maybe 13 or 14 at the time. And she was picking on me so much. I was literally the only black girl at that sleepover. And to make matters worse, I was the only black person in the motherfucking room. Okay. At the whole uh, shindig, I was the only goddamn person. That shit was so like, whoa, what the fuck to me? Like it was a culture shock. I felt like I was out of my body. Now this girl picked on me so much like told me she was gonna steal all of my shit throw all my shit out the window you know throw it in the pool when I was sleeping it was so bad that like I started crying and like when she was harassing me it was like three o'clock in the morning and you know when you got the West Indian parents that you can't really call and be like can you come get me because they gonna make your ass stay there until morning which when I said that to my mother my mother nearly beat my ass because she was like you should have called me right then and there and I would have came and I would have picked you up um the girl terrorized the fuck out of me bro like I'm talking she wanted to throw all of my shit away like I woke up so many times in the middle of the night to like move my duffel bag just to move it closer to me it's so bad to the point where like I ended up just like sleeping on top of my duffel bag because I was just so scared that she was gonna like mess my with my stuff so the next morning comes the sleepover ends and i'm getting ready to go and um the girls who the whose birthday it was like i guess she came up to me that next monday in school and she was just like my sister said that you were being being really mean to her and i was like wait what were we at the same party (laughs) what i'm confused i'm confused honey your sister was attacked like trying to attack me like what the fuck is going on but again i was young and didn't really know better not really to say I didn't know better but like I was young and naive we'll put it that way um because think about it I tell people this all the time when you grow up in New York a lot of the takes that you have are very different like I grew up around you know Hispanic and Latino people all my childhood that is all I knew even when I went back to came back to New York my senior year of high school yo I went to high school with predominantly black and Hispanic kids shit you not like uh, I my best friend in high school was Dominican so like I, it's a whole different take it everything that I used to feel was one way growing up is now like shifted to another because now I understand like why I know for some of you you're gonna be like Nikita you're black what but again growing up in New York is a different take because all the Hispanic kids that grew up around black kids we all just mesh the same way because of the fact that we know the white person yo white people don't look at us the same way you understand what i'm saying like they look at us all the same they don't look at us as oh well they're black and they're hispanic no we're all in the same playing field here so i get why it's wrong now for some of the people that i went to high school with yo like there's certain shorties that I see with the box braids and I'm like, you can't be doing that because I don't see you claiming your blackness. I don't see you speaking out about BLM. I don't see you doing none of that shit. Then you got other chicks that are ch- kicking it with other chicks that are running around talking about some. I'm not black. I'm Dominican, but I'm this and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like 
uh, that's on you, but I'm gonna make something very explicitly clear. I'm gonna say this shit once and once only. Here at Mood AF, this shit is Black Lives Matter. That, that all lives matter shit is a dub. We're not doing that over here. This is a Black Lives Matter show. And it always has been, and it always will be. My ideals on that will never change. This is a pro-choice show. We do not support people trying to shove their ideals in other people's faces. No, I'm not trying to shove my my ideal out. Uh, what the fuck? I'm not trying to shove my ideologies in your face. No, I'm not. But at the same time, what you're not going to do is come and debate me about how I feel about anything on this motherfucking show, period. Now, that's that on that. So, once upon a time, I did something called a Disney College program. Yes, please don't ask me why. Um, (laughs) Yo, people be doing like two, three, four, five programs. I'm like, nah, bro, I don't even like Disney that much, bro. Like, then you end up with the roommates that want to come home after you worked all day in the parks to come home and watch Disney movies. What the fuck? No, I'm trying to come home and watch like (laughs) The Real Housewives. What, what am I coming home to watch more Disney? Bro, we was just in the parks all day. We got to go back tomorrow. <laughs> no. After like two weeks, that shit's not fun anymore. Or the people that like to go to the parks every day. Nah, bro. That was not me. I was going to be there for six months. I wasn't going to the parks every day. I, once I got to go to, I think I did a park for the first week that I worked there. I did a park each day just to get it out the way. But like, nah. Anyway. So my first set of roommates, <laughs> included three chicks from New York and one chick from Tennessee, right? So it was two white girls, two black girls. One of the white girls was from Long Island, Suffolk County, if you know, you know, and that's that on that. One of the girls was from Tennessee, the other white girl. Then there was me. And then there was another roommate, if you know, you know, if you was following me from my Snapchat from like, what, 2014, 2015, you know, I was always with this bitch. And we ended up, she ended up getting me a job at Hollister, crazy, right? Um, Ended up trying to expose me in front of mad people at the Hollister to like, yo, this girl was nuts. And it's funny because I'll run into her every now and again and she'll grill me. And in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to fight you over some shit that happened five years ago. My G, I'm not going to do that. That's dumb as fuck. I'm not here for that, but moving on. Um, but she was one of those black girls with the stink coochie energy that like to tear other black women down for the sake of tearing other black women down. Um, black women, uh-uh, we not doing that shit no more. That's a dub. That's a dub. The pick me shit, let that shit die. Do not bring no more pick me behavior into 2021 because the man didn't pick you. The man didn't put no money in your cash app. The man didn't do a lot of shit, but here y'all are still doing, tearing down other women. Um... No, absolutely not. Anyways, moving on. But she was a shorty from Queens. And I mean, not trying to do that battle of the borough shit, but like chicks from Brooklyn, we are built very different, bro. Very different. Okay. If you know, you know. Um, Needless to say, them three bitches was the pettiest bitches I've ever lived with, bro. Like we're writing, they would write on the milk. Like I came back, I came home to New York for like two days. Cause I was like, yo, if I don't leave this apartment and get out of the state, I'm dead ass about to fight all you hoes. Ended up having an incident report written against me. They ended up going to the housing board and the woman that worked at the housing board was a complete cunt with a capital C. And she literally tried to blame everything on me. Right. 
And the way how Disney college program is set up, be careful. I'm warning you now, be careful. Disney will take rent out of your check every week. You cannot live on Disney property for free. They taking that rent out of your check. So if you're not busting at least 10, 12 hours in a shift, you're not going to get to enjoy that check. Yes, you get paid weekly, but come on. Disney not trying to pay nobody, bro. They don't, they pay you scraps, period. Especially when you're a CP, you get paid scraps, period. Anyway, so they end up moving me into a new house. Y'all, I move into the house with six uh, it's six of us in the apartment, myself included. I move into the house with five. I get, I, I didn't even get to choose this house. I was forced to move into a house with five other white women. <laughs> and the first thing I thought to myself was, oh my God, bro. If they, if I ask to move one more time, they're going to terminate my program and I will have just went through all this work for nothing. I can't even do that. I can't even do that. So let me just go ahead and like, suck it the fuck up but I will say my five white roommates were not so bad I will give them that two I know are diehard Trump supporters very much so like I didn't need to (laughs) I saw that shit coming from a mile away um and you know, they live very like Republican lives. Like that's no shade. Go for it. Don't really care. Um, just make sure when you come to New York City, you don't come asking or looking for me because I'm not taking you to do none of that touristy bullshit. And one of them, I think she was from Nevada, but she was like, I want to call her real eclectic, real eerie, real ethereal, like, you know, calm vibes. Her and I ended up sharing a room. Um, literally sweetest girl ever we had some pretty deep talks um she we was cool she stayed out my way I stayed out hers one of them I really hit it off with I'm not going to speak too much on this person because this person and I are in a very weird place and I'm not even gonna hold you not trying to be an intentional bitch to this person but the reasoning behind why you would almost vote for Trump is very alarming and I'm just gonna say this not putting you out there but like knowing that you would use our friendship as an excuse as a well I would hope that you would take our experiences as friends and you would see the way how our experience as friends should show you how I am about an entire community is fucking wild to me like the amount of wild shit that white people have done in like the last several hundred years is one thing but the um, the shit that white people have done to me in the last 10 15 years is even crazier and it's no shade to you you know i fuck with you you know i respect you woman a woman but like you trying to validate you might voting you that you might vote for trump saying biden is uh a better biden has allegations against him well trump's best friend was jeffrey epstein period full stop not gonna speak any further on her or that situation this is how it relates to me as being a black woman when freddie gray died the day that freddie gray died ironically we were all in the crib at the same time i had off that day i don't know about the rest of them but i was going to go do my laundry and um when i walked out of my room because my room was the last bedroom all the way in the back of the house i walk out of my room and 
all of a sudden I see all these bitches watching Fox News, like sitting on in the living room watching Fox News, watching Freddie Gray, watching, and, and you know how Fox News give it up. So for me, it was a slap in the face because it's like, damn, son, the one black roommate, y'all gonna have that shit on the TV? Not even like a, and when I walked out, like I smirked and made a comment and I walked back out the door and I was gone for the rest of the day. Cause I had a friend that lived in an apartment complex who was from Long Island and she's black too. And her and I sat in her crib and we cried about what happened to Freddie Gray. Like, I don't think people understand as a black woman, we have this unrealistic pressure of always sticking up for black people in general, but especially black men. And then to hear black men speak about us the way how they speak about us. Oh, um, I don't like black girls, da, 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 da. Or they're very colorist. They only like the light skin shorties. They don't like the brown skin shorties. They don't like the dark skin shorties. It's disgusting. And quite frankly, I'm fucking sick of it. And I've had it because when at these protests, it's black women that are out here chanting, black men matter chanting every black man who has ever been killed at the hands of a cop or hadn't received justice like get the fuck out of here with this 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 colorism shit please 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 or my favorite as of late is getting on twitter and seeing the men defend tory lanes for why he shot meg by saying that oh there's two sides to every story is that the next and the third what the fuck is the other the other side i'm thoroughly confused if a black woman says a black man shot me and y'all are trying to defend the black man that shot her i literally have a ton of questions for you and i need to know why your thought process is what the fuck your thought process is because if that was your mother that was your aunt that was your grandmother your sister or your cousin your god sister you'd be losing your fucking marbles you wouldn't want to know who what where when and why you wouldn't want to hear no other side of the story you'd be gumming for blood what, what is the difference? Because she's Meg the Stallion? And again, the black women that are being the pick enough is enough. What the fuck are you? Oh, I'm tired of Meg, blah, blah, blah. Let me explain something to you. I need all my black women for the sake of a healthy mindset on social media. Please unfollow the shade room. So, yo, the shade room is one of the most toxic places for black people, but it's especially toxic for black women. And I say this because you ever read the shade room comments, you got bitches in there sitting like tearing women down, throwing women under the bus for like going in. Like, trust me, I understand. We all know flat tummy T ain't making a shape like the Kardashians. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, damn, like if a shorty wanted to go and get her body done, why are you tearing her down for that? Why? We already have enough of the world going against us. Why are you tearing shorty down for going to get her body done? That's none of your business. You in her business? Don't do that. Or why are you tearing another black woman down for not wanting to wear weaves and wigs? Or that's all she wears. You ever think maybe, damn, shorty cut all her hair off and now she just wants to grow it back in a healthy manner before she decides she shows her hair off to the world? Or why are you always asking a black woman why her hair always braided? Yo, y'all don't understand? There's something called a protective style. If it was up to me, I would go get braids tomorrow. But I know I got a hair appointment in like a week, week and a half. But that is different. Like, I'm not understanding. 
The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. Why are we still having discussions about how to protect black women? Y'all take that shit and made it a fucking meme, okay? It's not, y'all take that shit and just leave it on social media. You're not really taking that line and doing something about it. I'm not understanding, but then you want black women to come save the world every goddamn minute of the day. No. Uh-uh, black woman, please. If you were tired, honey, drop out the race for a little while. Go ahead, take some self-care time for you. Because it's not your job to sit here and carry the world on top of your shoulders. You are more than enough by your own self. Don't let the, these unworldly pressures weigh you down. Because this shit is toxic and enough is enough and I'm so tired of it. And I honestly firmly believe that if you are a black man and you are silent right now, you not speaking up, you choosing to have the woke man opinion, I'm looking at you real crazy right now, bro. Because when y'all niggas do some dumb shit in the streets, y'all want to be down for your nigga, oh, free man man, ah, 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 free this person, ah, ah, ah. No, leave man man in prison because he killed like six people. Shorty telling you that she got shot by uh, somebody that she was cool with and it's, oh, how she got shot in the foot. Um, she didn't break any bones. It didn't hurt any tendons. What? What the fuck? And then the nerve of the validation of as to why you put that album out. Oh, 925 is my mother's birthday. 925 is the day she died. Okay, so then why the fuck is the album not about your mother? Why is it all about what Meg did? And how are you trying to blame Meg? For mad long, all y'all kept talking about on Twitter was Meg needs to validate Tori and did he shoot her and blah, blah, blah. The minute she tells y'all that he shot her, everybody want to start questioning the story. What the fuck are we questioning anything for? Please let me know. I'm thoroughly confused. I'm very much confused. Like, I'm not... The fuck? And then the nerve of like the New York Post for that shitty ass headline. Listen, from, coming from a communication student, I understand that headlines are written to be very clickbaity these days. I get it. But like, don't come for a queen like Zendaya. Are you shitting me? Yeah, Euphoria was a bomb ass show. Yeah, she beat the fuck out of all of the other great actresses in the category because why? She's talented. But y'all just saying, oh, give it to her because she's a black woman. She's black affirmative action. Like, oh my God. Yo, y'all really don't want black women to have anything. You, you don't. Don't say you protect black women. Don't say you love black women because you don't like Kamala. You think Cardi's trash. You don't like Meg. You think she's built like a man. Um, I've heard people call her a tranny. First of all, take tranny out of your vernacular immediately. The word is trans, transgender, please do better, okay? Period. Um, also, when we say protect black women, include black trans women, because y'all like to pick and choose who you protect when you say black lives matter. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Because if we have to protect black cis men, then black trans women matter as well. Period, I'm not, this is not a debate. This is not a debate. This is not a debate. Thank you. Um, I'm just not understanding, like, what's up? 
Everything is an attack on a black woman. Y'all don't like WAP. Y'all don't like Meg. Y'all don't like Cardi. Y'all don't like this. Y'all don't like that. Y'all want women to look a certain type of way. You want us to have this Coca-Cola body shape. Then you want to call us SpongeBob when we not shaped like that. And then when we go and lay on a table to go fix our bodies to make ourselves feel better, then you want to sit down and call us, oh, you just went and inserted all this plastic and blah, blah. What the fuck do you like then? Because everything... Y'all pick apart a black woman's self-esteem so damn bad. That shit is sad to me. That shit is so sad. For what? You don't like black women to be too spiritual. You want a black woman to be so woke. You want her to be so educated. You want her to be this. You want her to be that. Can that black woman just be a free black woman in her own skin? With her own hair growing out of her head that she loves. Well, shit, if she got a fire frontal, let her work the fire frontal. She got braids, let her work the braids. She got locks, let her do what she needs to do for her. Y'all don't be putting no money in the cash app to be having this much of an opinion on a black woman's life. Oh, and by the way, uh, this is for some of you that think I don't catch the sneak ass dissing and the sneak comments because I'm tired of that shit. And if a black woman decides that she's going to date outside of her race, shut the fuck up because we don't get to tell black men about how they over-sexualize white women and how and latinas and how they think a crazy latina is so attractive to them but when a black woman does it it, she's being a crazy black woman and she's bugging and she's bullshitting enough enough of that so if a black woman dates outside her race close your eyes and mind your fucking business period because that them cute little oh i'm a sellout Let me explain something to you. Don't nobody need to be talking about how I'm a sellout. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Moving on. Because the show is not about me. It's just I do the show. The end. So I just just need my black women to understand. Listen, I fucking love you. I love all y'all. I think all of y'all are pretty. The best feeling, I'm not going to lie, is like when I see other black girls and I hear oh my god her hair is so pretty she's pretty or like oh i like your hair or oh what's the product oh what's the skincare routine sis like i love when i see other black women show love that shit makes my heart happy and for some of you who are still not adjusted to that don't be stush about it because if i come up to you and i say sis i think you're beautiful sis i think you're gorgeous stop thinking i'm trying to eat your twat that's not what i'm trying to do i'm just trying to uplift you I'm trying to say from black woman to black woman, queen, I see you, queen, I love you, queen, queen, I respect you. That's what that is. I'm not trying to take him in. I'm not trying to snatch you up. It's none of that to me because this shit is so much greater than what we are. We as black women are the most beautiful beings on this planet. This planet, this world does not move without black women. Okay, let me say that one more time in case you ain't hear me. This planet, this world does not move without black women. Because if that was the case, then why the fuck do y'all do everything that we do? I will wait. Thank you. I will wait. Them long nails? Yeah, okay. The cute two-piece sets? Mm Mm-hmm uh the flat iron kitchen hairstyles that we all used to see in the hair books in the hair salons yeah i'll wait box braids faux locks i'll wait big hoop earrings 
door knocker earrings, bamboos, I'll, <laughs> I'll wait, sweetheart. This is not intended to piss off a woman of any other race. Because if you know me, you know I'm all for all women. I'm supporting, I'm supportive of all women. But what we're not finna do is sit here and tear down black women and bite off black woman culture to uplift a woman of another culture. That shit is a never okay that shit is a dub i don't know who told y'all that we was gonna do that but we're not gonna do that stop it please claim your blackness as well don't bite off the culture but then you're too ashamed to say i'm black as well as being black is a privilege that shit is beautiful It's amazing to see our cultures come alive. It's amazing to see African women. And, you know, yes, I am biased because I am one, but it's beautiful to see West Indian women of all shades and from all countries. It's beautiful to even see African American women, like women from the South. You understand what I'm saying? Like, imagine being in a room with all of these cultures. Do you know the amount of power that holds, the amount of intellect that's in that room, the amount of beauty that is in that room? No, you don't. Do you understand what it's like to wake up every morning and be this beautiful, melanated human being? Oh my God. You ever seen my skin? Oh shit. Not to toot my own horn, but beat motherfucking beat. Like, damn, I'm fire. Yeah, I'm gonna humbly express that I'm fire. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) This is my show. No, I'm kidding. Um, but humbly speaking, yes, I am. I think I'm pretty, pretty cute. Not bad. Calm like eight and a half out of 10. Humbly speaking, don't let me get my hair and nails done (laughs) and put on some heels and a fire fit because then, whoa, child, that ego goes skyrockets. But, um, Black women, I love you. I feel like I've gone on so much and like these tangents, but you know, this is how we do it here in Mude Af. Um, I love you guys. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you the next episode I am going to film. There's just some logistical things I got to take care of, but don't worry. I'm back. I'm better. And I will be consistent. And that is throwing shade at myself. Okay. So I love y'all and I will see y'all next show. Bye.